Hi, and welcome to this week's politics podcast. I'm Chloe. I'm Daniel. And today we have two big news stories that have been in the news story in the news that we want to discuss. Um, first, we'll be discussing the uh, Sue Gray's involvement with the Labour Party. And then we'll move on and we'll be speaking about Joanna Cherry's views on gender reform and if we really have free speech in Scotland. So I'll start us off. Um, So there's been an update on the Labour's bid to hire Sue Gray. So just to give some background, Sue Gray is the former uh, former civil servant um, known for her Partygate investigation to Boris Johnson as chief of staff has been published after hours of working. So um, it's been revealed that Sue Gray declined to make representations in the inquiry looking into her discussion with the Labour. So the minister said that he was unable at the stage to provide further information relating to the departure from the civil service. However, he did explain in the cabinet, um, he did explain that the cabinet office did make a confidential assessment to the anti-corruption watchdog, but he did not provide any other information about Ms. Gray's departure. Um, Moreover, uh, Jonathan Reynolds, who is the shadow secretary of state for the business and industrial strategy, he was uh, he was like the the shadow secretary since 2021. And he's also a member of the Labour and uh, cooperative parties and also a member of the parliament of the Stalbridge. So um, he made a claim that uh, Sugri is just a cynical attempt from the government to try to distract the people from the cost of living crisis. Moreover, we have, um, so in the comms debate that happened um, regarding, they had a debate about the urgent question on um, expected Sue Gray Labour appointment. Um, Jeremy Quinn, who is the appointed paymaster general and minister um, for the cabinet office, he he has been since uh, the 25th of October of 2022. He touched on the subject in the House of Comms debate um, and um, we have a small clip here. So I ask the right honourable lady to go away and think. Were they, why are they refusing to publish when they met with Sue Gray? Why? Why are they being evasive? Why can't they tell us what they discussed, where they met, how often they met? Their refusal to do so begs the question, exactly what is Labour trying to hide. So as you can see, there's a lot of debates going back and forth from both the opposition uh, opposition and obviously the other side just uh, regarding Sue Gray. Some people are for it, some people are against it. We still don't really know which direction this is going to take. This is still an ongoing investigation, still an ongoing discussion. So um, so far, this is like the updated version of the story. But I just I wanted to touch on what you said earlier mm-hmm. about um, Sue Gray being used to like mask the cost of living like, crisis. For sure, yeah. And you know, we're students yeah. on a politics podcast, and yeah. I think for them to say that the cost of living it's... it doesn't get distracted <laughs> for us. No, um, there's nothing that could distract us from this at yeah. the moment. Um, I think I read somewhere the other day that seven in ten Scots are struggling to buy mm-hmm. necessities right now. Yeah, and if this is just like um. Red- politics games like Mm -hmm. it's not funny at this point people are struggling yeah especially as students like i'm uh, for me especially i'm one of many students who actually need to take up part-time jobs to just cover our basic living necessities like groceries not even rent and other uh, expenses Mm -hmm. you know so it's the the cost of living crisis is a very real and a very present issue 
and it's affecting a lot of people, not just students, but even just generally people in Scotland. And um, I feel like there is nothing really that can distract you from this issue because you're living in it. You know, it's uh, it's even affecting supermarkets and groceries, like availability of goods. So I think it's ju- it's a very big, big issue in Scotland, and um, it is like affecting a lot of people. Yeah, totally. Um, this this is not what we should be focused on. No, Sugary <laughs> is best known for her investigation into Partygate, which was another ripoff mm-hmm. of the British public, the Scottish sure. public, and that's what she's best known for. Mm-hmm. And this is why this has all come about. And be honest, nobody's really that interested. Just, no, I, to be fair, I wouldn't say I'm very for her entering the Labour Party, really. Uh, but. No, I I wouldn't say either, but it's interesting how dirt has been is being brought up on Labour as we get closer and closer to yeah. the next election. Yeah, yeah. It's not right round the corner, but it is coming up, and I feel like we're only going to see more and more of this mm-hmm. in the lead up to the election. Of course. Do you want to go ahead with your second story then? Um. So today we're going to be opening up the conversation if we really have free speech in Scotland. And most people, without really thinking about it, would say, yes, we do. It's not like if you... It's not like if you were living in a country that's maybe run by a dictatorship where you you can't say what you want, where you don't have access to social media. Scotland's not like that. But... Uh, we have been seeing more, I don't know if this is the correct word to use, but mm-hmm. woke culture recently. Yeah. And I think that's demonstrated um, by MSP Joanna Cherry's views on gender uh, yeah. reform. Mm-hmm. Um, so she identifies as a feminist and a lesbian, and she is claiming she has been cancelled over her views on gender. And just to make everyone aware, she's a MSP and an MP with the SMP. So we know the SNP is pretty left of centre on their views, I would say. So this has maybe come as a bit of a shock to some Mm -hmm. people, that some people, we've seen people like Joanna Cherry and Kate Forbes come out and say their opinions that are maybe more right of centre on a political scale. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's her her views have never changed. Even last year, when... Last year, when ban on conversion date, therapy was going on she still held her gender views but i think more as genders come to a bigger discussion even in the past year the past six months um she she's held these views the whole time it's just now become an issue that it's become a more popular topic let's hear what she had to say about it at the time mentioned the plans for a ban on lgb conversion therapy and i'd like to say that i support that uh, ban Although I do think the evidence for how much it's a contemporary problem is questionable, but it was certainly a very serious problem in the past. Um, I'm just going to develop my argument before I give way. However, I'm concerned that honourable members are coming under pressure to support a ban on what's described as trans-conversion therapy, which ignores the interim report of the CAS review and the testimonies of Tavistock clinic whistleblowers and detransitioners. So after that, she basically goes on to explain about how she thinks that maybe people who identify as gay or lesbian and would be gay or lesbian later on in their lives are being confused and they are maybe changing their gender because they're either more feminine or masculine presenting. And she basically goes on to say that this could be linked to disorders such as autism or other mental health issues and that people need more um, therapy when it comes to things like this. So 
what has happened with Joanna Cherry is she has been stopped from working and speaking at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Um, and this has happened because people who are working and volunteering at this festival have said that they're not going to work if uh, she's there speaking because of her views. Um, there's also small protests if she was going to continue to speak that were going to take place, protests in her speaking. And it really just opens up this conversation of, are we allowed to have an opinion? Are we allowed to have free speech? And where is the line? Is there a line on, you can only have free speech if you're left-wing in politics? I mean, I am more left-leaning, mm-hmm. I would say, but I don't think that people who are right of centre when it comes to their political values should not be able to say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. Yeah, for sure. But where is the line on that opinion? What do you think? I feel like when it comes to these issues, people get a bit defensive on their points of view and so... They try to avoid anyone who might like challenge their ideas or go against their beliefs and, you know, um, and their ideologies. I mean, especially when it comes to the LGBTQ community, I um, obviously I don't have a lot of insight or knowledge about this. But what I can what I can say is like, for example, I can give you my perspective as an Arab, a more conservative person or like uh, I feel like from my personal point of view, I feel like sometimes that that community, you know, like can be a bit defensive about their ideas, their rights, but then they kind of shadow or like block any ideologies or even like discussions with other parties or other people because everything you say against them will be either homophobic or, you know, transphobic um, or transphobic. Exactly. When... In reality, they should be a bit more open to other ideologies, other points of view. And they should give that flexibility of, you know, discussing why they think like they they are right or like what they think of certain topics, whilst also like giving room for criticism, you know, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you cannot lock uh, people against you just to make it seem like you have a perfect world out there you know or like you are completely right and everyone else around you agrees because you're not bringing opinions from outside you know so i think it's important in these scenarios where you have people who who challenge your ideas you have people who challenge your ideologies because then this is not a fair argument or a fair perspective you know mm-hmm. so that's how i i feel you know about the subject really yeah I think a lot of people would maybe say that we, we do have free speech here. Yeah. Um. But I think this whole thing that's happened with Joanna Cherry really shows, and don't get me wrong, the people that were going to be working at the stand with her and she was going to be speaking, she was going to be voicing her opinions on feminism, on her political views, her career, it wasn't just going to be solely focused on this um, issue, gender reform yeah. thing we've got going on at the moment which I think is a really important topic. We should be talking about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's very extreme. It's yeah. very sensitive right now. Everybody's a bit sensitive to the situation. And rightly so, people are entitled to their feelings. But mm-hmm. one little thing she said, her opinion on something, she may have great she may have great opinions about other things. She may have really important things to say that would have been beneficial for a lot of people to hear. But because she has an opinion that is maybe wrong, in the in their perspective in maybe. different people's perspective yeah. she's n- not allowed to speak yeah yeah for sure 
And to me, even though I lean more to the left yeah. politically, <laughs> that that doesn't seem fair to me. Yeah. Um, but people are entitled to work with who they want to work with. Yeah, if she doesn't resent, represent the person that they thought she was, so be it. You know, like, but... Yeah, no, I definitely agree. There's uh, there's a, uh, obviously a lot of grey area in that. I know. Uh, and I hope we can all have a better discussion about these topics soon without definitely. attacking, without, you know, hurting people. Mm-hmm. I think we should just all and just be being to... open to other ideologies as well and other backgrounds because sometimes I feel like it's uh, it's a bit controlled. Yeah. Um, there, there's a line and it just keeps getting moved Closer and closer to what you can see. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all we have to say on that topic today. Yeah. But thank you for listening. Thank you.